His goodness is running after us. Amen. All you got to do is stop and let him catch you, right? <laughs> Spend time with the Lord. Be in his presence. Father, we thank you for this time together. We thank you, Lord, we can come together and enjoy your presence. We thank you that you're running after us with your love, your goodness, your kindness towards us. You've been good to us all our days. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, and all agreed said, amen. amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. I do, I do sense the presence of the Lord right now. And it's good to be in his presence, you know. Moses said, if you don't go with us, Lord, we don't want to go anywhere. We don't want to go in even to the promised land. We want to have you with us because if the Lord is with us, then everything's going to work out okay. Isn't that right? Yeah. Amen. Because he arranges things. He sets things in order. He establishes things in our life. Even though we don't know where we're going or what we're doing, God says, I have you covered. Amen. I, I like that about the Lord, because how many of you can plan out your whole life? You can't plan it out. You know, so I was working with this guy in Kaiser, and he said, well, what's your career plan? I go, I don't have a career plan. I'm just <laughs> trying to live from day to day, you know. <laughs> but then when you look back at your life, you go, oh, the Lord had a career plan for me. He had it already planned out. Amen. Amen. So praise God. Good to see everyone here today. Let's do this. Let's pray for uh, the Russian-Ukraine uh, situation. I mean, there's churches all over this nation and other nations that are praying. We're praying as well. So let's bow our heads and just give it up to the Lord. Father, we, we're in agreement with those that are praying for peace in that area, in that region. We thank you, Lord God, that you're protecting the, the Ukrainian people and, and giving them safety, Father, in what they're doing. We come against that spirit that's trying to attack them and, and be warful against them. We come against it. We say you must desist, desist and, and cease from your uh, actions in the name of Jesus. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We say you cannot move on the people of God. We thank you for the church that's there in Ukraine. We thank you, Father God, that we will see peace there in the name of Jesus. Because, Father, you are the Prince of Peace. You're Lord over all the nations. And we thank you that you take control according to our prayers. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. And all agreed said, amen. 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 Hallelujah. You know, when you see these people out there suffering, you wonder, like, man, we got it made. You know, I mean, it doesn't really affect us, but, uh, you know, they're fighting for their lives. Want to uh, bring up some things? Well, first of all, welcome, everyone, and if there's anyone here for the first time, if this is your first time here, we'd like you just to raise your hand, and if you don't, uh, if you don't see anybody, we'll just continue on, and Wendell, he wants to be a first-time visitor every time he comes, you know. <laughs> Amen. Well, that's... Every, every day is new, right? The, the mercies of the Lord are new every morning. Isn't that good news? We want to tell you that we're starting a new curriculum with the children called Super Kids Academy. Next level up, we're going to be teaching them how to have biblical study and practical applications in their life so that they can overcome the things that they're learning in school. And they can have present-day solutions to the questions that are being asked of them so that they can be well-established and grounded in the things of the Lord. Amen? Praise God. Two events that are coming up, the women's event, March 19th. Renee Gibson's going to be talking about how to break free, hallelujah, from anything that's holding you back. And if you've lived long enough, you've got things that are holding you back. But you've got to break free and be uh, clear so God can use you in a mighty way. Praise God. Then the men's breakfast, 
Pastor Ken Gibson is excited. I said, well, we got a picture of you that makes it look like it's you up there. And he said, yeah, that does look like me. So anyway, he's kind of wishful thinking. <laughs> but he, <laughs> yeah, he, he looks like he could do that, but he can't really, you know. He knows two steps, and he's got to, you know, go back for air. But anyway, he's excited. <laughs> he's excited to come and share with us the things that he's learned for the men uh, uh, for New Heart Foursquare Church. Easter Sunday is coming up. We're excited. We've got our pl- actors in, in, in place. We're going to do another performance and touch your heart with the things of God, that Jesus is risen, not only from the grave, but he's risen in our hearts to do things for us and with us so that we can have success in all that we do. Isn't that good news? Amen. We don't have to be downtrodden because we know Jesus is alive and he's well. Praise God. Holy Spirit, fire and uh, weekly prayer every Wednesday. We're seeing great testimonies. Amen. Raina's brother's coming out of the hospital. We've been praying for him. Uh, we had a new believer that came, and he's got a job now. Uh, at, uh, he, he, said, he said, it seems like everywhere I go, they, 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 they say they don't have any positions op- opening, they, and that uh, I, they, they couldn't hire me. Well, we prayed. <clears throat> yes, the, we prayed. And the Lord opened the door, amen? So he texted me the other day. He goes, I, I want to let you know I got a job, amen? So praise God for that. Tithes and offerings, there's a marble box in the back. The Lord will see you if you go in there. He'll know that you're giving to the house of the Lord. Amen. As you worship him in your giving, God will what? Give back to you. Not just what you gave, but good measure. Press down, shaking together, running over. Men will give unto your bosoms. Amen. I got a little testimony coming up of how God raised me up from the bottom level, zero, zero finances to where I am today, only by the grace of God. Amen. Amen. If you're not here, you can watch us on Facebook or YouTube and just enjoy the service. Uh, you know, uh, it surprises me that people don't come to church, but then they don't watch us on Facebook. I mean, what's up with that? You know, you, <laughs> this is a continuation, you know. Every week is a building on uh, each other to bring to a place where you can actually say, oh, I have victory in the Lord. So it's good to watch us if you're not here, but if you are here, it's just even better. Amen. Amen. So we want to welcome some new singers up here. We got Leanne. <laughs> and that's Michael, of course, in the back, and James on the bass. Let me hear it, James. What you got? There we go. He's going to help you out. All right. Praise God. <laughs> anyway, let's welcome them as they sing. so hard not to see it It took me so long to believe it You choose someone like me To carry your victory 
perfection could never earn it. You give what I don't deserve it. You take the broken thing and raise them to glory. You are my champion. Giants will walk this and undefeated when the battle you say, you say I am. You crown me with confidence. I am seated in a heavenly place, undefeated with the one who has conquered it all. can finally see it you're teaching me how to receive it so let the striving cease this is my victory you are my champion giants will fall and stand undefeated every battle you've won and you say you say I am you crown me with confidence I'm defeated in the hand they in 
this heavenly place undefeated in the power of your name I am seated in this heavenly place undefeated in the one who has conquered it all good to have them all here in the house. We're going to have to expand the uh, stage a little bit now. <laughs> Raina will be back next week, so uh, we meet, might need an extension, who knows. Anyway, today's scripture reading is going to be by Margaret Almaraz as she comes up. Let's welcome her. Thank you. Good morning, brothers and sisters from one of the Super Kid Academy teachers. <laughs> so today, um, the scripture reading is coming from the Word of God, Hebrews 11, 1 to 3. And if you'll notice, it's written right over here on this beautiful picture over here. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by it, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were made by the things which were not seen. Pastor will explain. <laughs> so may God bless the reading of this word in your life. Wow, that was good, Margaret. Very, very good. I felt like I was in class, huh? <laughs> okay, pay attention. Okay, so this month we're going to talk about faith. How many of you want to talk about faith? Faith is good, isn't it? Faith is good for us. It's good for you. And we're going to find out where it comes from, how it works, and how we can apply it in our lives. Amen? Amen. So we don't want it to be a mystery. We don't want it to be like, do you have faith? Uh, where is your faith? How come it is that you don't have any faith? We don't want to be like that. We want to know that we have the faith that will be able to sustain us in times of trouble. Amen? Amen. 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 So let's pray as we get ready to hear the word. We thank you, Father, for this opportunity to hear your word, to let it be a blessing to our hearts and to our minds, that we may have faith to believe you for the things that you've promised to us. We give you the praise and the glory and the honor for what we're about to hear. In Jesus' name, amen. So I think faith is a wonderful thing, don't you? When I first got saved, I thought, this is what an invention this is. If you, if you don't have something, all you have to do is find it in the scriptures, what God has promised you. You put it in your heart, you believe it, you say it out of your mouth, and bam, there it is. How easy is that? I go, this is the greatest invention ever. And the Bible says the just shall live by faith. It's said four times in the Bible, so God was really trying to get our attention when he said the just. How many just are there out there? 
Just means righteous. We've been made righteous by the blood of Jesus. Isn't that a good thing to know? Now, now Jesus complimented the people that used their faith, didn't he? He said, according to your faith, let it be done unto you. Let it be done unto you because you have believed. Uh, he would say things like, great is your faith. Your faith has made you well. He didn't say, my power has made you well, although it was his power. But he says, your faith activated my power. But then he got a little upset when people didn't have, the, have faith. He told the apostles, where is your faith? How is it that you have no faith? Why is it that you have such little faith? We don't want God to say that to us, do we? He wants us to move out in faith because guess what? He is a faith God. So I want to ease your mind a little bit because faith is not something that you just drum up you know, in your mind, but it's faith that comes into your heart. The Bible says faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing the Word of God. So when you hear the Word of God, it gets into your heart. You believe it. You start to say it, and it happens. So it's not really you alone, but it's you yielding yourself to the Word of God, enjoying it, loving it, embracing it, and watching it work in your life. Praise God. Now, so let's look at this in slide 71, Hebrews 12, 2. It says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. So it originated with the Lord, and he perfects it for us. He, he, he makes it come into pass. So when you pursue him, he'll guide you and direct you in the way you're supposed to go. Sometimes you're missing it with your faith, and he'll arrest you and say, now here's what you need to do. Apply yourself this way, and you'll see God do great and mighty things. So let's look at this scripture for a minute. In Hebrews 11, 1 through 3, as Margaret so wonderfully read, now faith is. I like that. When is faith? Now. 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 <laughs> now. Now. Faith is now. It's not something in the future. When you believe something of God, you believe that you have it now, even though you may not see it. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Now, this is a continuation of what happened in chapter 10. Let's look at that. It says, therefore, cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which has a great recompense of reward. And I like those words if we can break them down. Great means what? Mega. mega. <laughs> now, me now, now, that doesn't mean, me you know what mega, like mega million? That doesn't mean that the Lord's speaking to you to go to get the lottery. It just, it means, it means that mega... Great, great reward, great recompense. And I like that word recompense. We don't use that often, but it's wages do you. God says if you seek him with all your heart and you're diligently towards him, he will reward you. And that reward there means pays. He'll pay wages for you to seek him. Isn't that good news? God said, I love you so much. If you just come and spend time with me, you know, kind of like my mom, you know, she'd say, can't you just come spend time with me, son? Sure, mom. And then usually there's a check there waiting for me. So I said, praise God. Amen. <laughs> so, so God wants to give us faith. He wants to give us what we have, not someday, not in the sweet by and by. You have to believe that you have it right now. Now, let's look at healing in Isaiah 53, 4 through 5. It says, surely. Say surely. surely. What does surely mean? For sure. Surely he has borne our sicknesses and carried our pains. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement needed for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are, are, was 
is healed. Amen? Now, you may not see it right away, but you have to believe faith is now. You might say, I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. Someone said, well, you don't look healed. Well, I am healed by the stripes. I'm just waiting for the what? Manifestation. Now, some of you haven't heard my definition or my story about the manifestation that comes. It's like a, a, a father that was in the house, and his son was playing in the, in the yard, and he comes in, he goes, Dad, I, I, I hurt my knee. Could you pray for me? He goes, sure. He prayed for him, and he said, the son said, well, Dad, it, it still hurts. He goes, well, that's okay. Go out and play. We're just going to wait for the manifestation. He goes, okay. So he went out, kept playing for a while. 20 minutes later, he goes, Dad, it still hurts. He goes, that's okay. Well, we just have to wait for the manifestation. He goes, okay. So he went out and played some more. <laughs> And came back and said, Dad, when is the man from the station going to get here? <laughs> so we see, we see that Christ healed us over 2,000 years ago. Everyone got healed 2,000. We're not waiting for God to move. God's already moved. He sent his son, paid the price for our redemption. Jesus said, what's easier to say, your sins are forgiven or be healed? He said, it's the same thing. When you get salvation, you have healing. We just have to believe God. And it takes a little time sometimes to get it into your heart to make it come to pass. Praise God. Now, here's, now look at this. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's substance. What do you mean substance? I mean it's tangible. You, you don't see it, but you can feel it. It's not natural, but it's spiritual. You know that you know that I have the faith. I have the healing promise in my heart, and I know it's going to come to pass. You can't take it away from me. You can't hide it from me. It's mine, and I want it, and I'm going to keep it in the name of Jesus. Amen? So <laughs> you may not see the evidence, but it says... By faith, the elders obtained a good report. They didn't see it. Abraham, what happened? God told him, you're going to be the father of many nations. He looked at Sarah. He looked at himself. He saw he was dead, and his wife was dead. And he said, there's no way this is going to happen. But the Bible said he received strength. He believed God that it was going to happen. And God said, I am going to make you, I have, I have made you a father of many nations. He speaks into the future and says what's going to happen. And it was up to Abraham and Sarah to believe God. And guess what had happened? And we're the results of that. Praise God. So faith is a substance of things hoped for. Now, here we go. Ready for this? Verse, verse 3. Through faith. We understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. The worlds were framed. God spoke it, and it came to pass. Isn't that right? He didn't think it. He didn't pretend. He spoke it. He said, let there be light, and there was light. And he continued to speak for six days, and light came, and earth came, and animals came, and grass came because he spoke it. Guess what? We have to do the same thing. We have to speak it. To bring it into existence. Some people say, well, I just, I, I, whatever the Lord wants. Well, the Lord wants whatever you say. You can have what you say. Praise God. So we know the worlds were framed by the word of God. Here's my question to you. How are you framing your world? What are you speaking? What are you saying? How are you commanding things to happen? Are you just taking things as it comes? Well, case okay, Sarah, whatever will be, will be. That's not right. No, that's not right. 
But let, let's see. Let's take for, from time to time, we like to do a little physical demonstration so you can understand exactly where we're coming from, how this can be applied. So we have two uh, people here on the front row that are going to demonstrate to us. We've got, uh, you've heard of Doubting Thomas? This is Doubting Don. He's going to show us here how to frame, how he's going to frame his world. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, why do I hurt so much? Man, Lord, God, it's going to be a horrible day today. Oh, man, what did I do to deserve this? Hey, hey, turn your phone down. Your sister can hear you. Turn it down. You know, everything's trouble. Everything in my life is trouble. My wife is trouble. My life is trouble. I don't know what horrible thing's going to happen to me today. It's just all going to go wrong. I know that. Why are you allowing this stuff to happen in Ukraine? God, why? You know, I am looking forward to nothing today. And just want to leave. Just want to get out of this world, Lord. Get me out of here. Yes, I'm tired. Well, hi ho. It's off to work I go. <laughs> Bye, honey. Let me have your mic. Well, who, who wants to live in that world? You think anything good's going to happen with him? Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to work we go. Wasn't that the, the doors, seven doors? <laughs> Let's switch it a little bit. Let's see how it's supposed to be done with somebody that's a little more positive, like Victoria's Vanessa, Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made, and I shall rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Lord, Father God, where you brought me out of from, but where you're taking me to. I come with expectancy, knowing that the God of Jacob has gone before me. He's not only made a way, but he's made a way that I and my family can cross over to the other side. It is good that the man shall not live alone, but live by every word that proceedeth out the mouth of God. For this is the day that the Lord has made. God is not looking for my credibility, whether I have a master's, I have a bachelor's. He's looking for my, my availability, for this is the day. I'll call Pastor Marianne and see what work she needs help with. All I need to do is be available. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done. Thank you that you brought me out of three hours ago. Thank you that you brought me out of last week. Thank you, Lord, that you provided all my needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. That's a little bit better story, isn't it? I mean, God can work with that, can he? 
Now, here, here's what I want to show you. Uh, it, it's going to get gooder, all right? So it says here that God pulled things out of what were not seen into a place where you can see them. That means if you can't see it, he's, he wants you to drag it out of the unseen world into the seen world. Come on, talk to me. Yeah. Amen? Just because you don't see it doesn't mean that it can't, you can't bring it into existence. Let me give you an example. Come here, uh, son. I want to uh, do something to you. Stand, stand right there. Stand right there. Stand right there. No, stay there. So in the camera, they can't see him, right? But I want to I have a son. Amen? So watch. I'm going to drag him in to the... <laughs> to this scene world, and lo and behold, I got a son, amen? Thank you, son. You have to call those things that be not as though they were, amen? Those of you that are believing for a child or believing for a husband or a wife or finances or a job, you call, you, 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 call it out. Watch it come to pass, Amen? Hallelujah. Now, I can remember, I can remember when I first got saved, I didn't want to bother God about finances. I, you know, he's busy. He's got a lot of things he's on, on his mind. I didn't want to trouble him with my little situation. So I, I didn't really petition him at all. Then I met Marianne. <laughs> I had originally had a really high-paying job. I gave it up because I wanted to work for the Lord. I wanted to serve Him. So I did that. And so I met Marianne, and we got married in 10 weeks. And then that month, we got pregnant. And, and so all of a sudden, I went from carefree bachelor to all of a sudden, the man with a wife and a child on the way. And of course, she can't work when she's pregnant, right? So she told me, she said, listen, uh, you don't want to believe God for finances. We're broke, okay? <laughs> you, we, we have to believe God for finances. She says, I was married to an ungodly man, and we had a lot of things. We had a 3,000-foot square house, foot square, square foot house in Las Vegas. We had a hotel. We had a Rolls Royce. We had a boat in the harbor. I go, but now, if I'm married to a godly man, shouldn't I at least have that? <laughs> I kind of scratched my head, and I said, well, yeah, maybe that, that's probably so. And so we were down in Newport Beach. I can remember it clear as day, even though it was 38 years ago. <laughs> and we're leaning over the railing, and we're looking at the boats, and I go, well, what kind of boat did you have? Did it look like this? She goes, no, no, it was a little bigger than that. Okay, well, did it, did it look like that one over there? No, no, it's a little bigger than that. I go, well, let me see. We're, we're, what, how about that one over there? She goes, yeah, that one. I go, oh, my God. <laughs> Who can compete with that? <laughs> because as I was living, I had so, I'd sold my house in Huntington Beach, and I wound up uh, renting a, a one-bedroom in Sierra Madre, and it looked something like this. <laughs> no, really, that's... 
That, that's an exaggeration. It's an exaggeration. It wasn't that bad. My wife said it kind of felt like that, though. But no, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> so I had to start believing God for money. It was foreign to me. I had to learn how to know that he is Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides. Amen? So we looked at our finances. We found out, okay, we need at least about $300 extra a month to cover all the bills. And it was at the middle of the month, so my wife said, well, what can you believe God for? I said, well, I, I think I could believe him for $100 extra by the end of the month. I figured that's one bill that somehow that could float down from heaven somehow and land in my bank account. I didn't know how it was going to happen, but I said, I believe that it can happen. So we prayed, and we believed God. We thought, okay, Father, we just ask you in the name of Jesus for at least $100 by the end of the month. In Jesus' name we pray. Now, I didn't just leave it with one prayer. I kept saying it. I thanked him all the weeks long. As I got up, as I took a shower, as I went down the stairs into my, into my car, as I went to the, thank you, Lord, for that $100. Thank you, Lord, for that. I figured, you know, even in Monopoly, they have bank error, $200. I figured <laughs> somehow $100 could come down. And I just kept confessing and believing and, and, and wanting to see God work. It was faith. I was believing him. You said you're Jehovah Jireh. I want to see it. I believe it, Lord God. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I know it's going to happen. So the first of the month came, and guess what? No money. Second day, no money. Third day, no money. Did I give up? No. I said, Lord, I know your word is true. The fourth day, we get an a envelope, a letter, and it, said, it was a check for $500. I said, look at this. She goes, yeah, that was a, a claim that I had three years ago that they said they weren't going to pay. But somehow God got in it. Amen? Somehow he sent his angel. Somehow he turned somebody's heart to give us the $500. I said, praise God. We just rejoice. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, but then guess what? We had to believe for the next month. <laughs> and so we just kept continuing to believe God. And every month God came through miraculously. So I started to see that God really does Respond to our faith. According to your faith, be it done unto you. So as I was going on in the Lord, I, took, I, I came across a, a church that the Lord sent me to. You know, the Lord sends you to churches. You know, I asked the Lord, send me to a church. I went to this church. I said, well, I want to look around. He goes, what do you need to look around for? You, you asked for a church. I sent you there. What do you need to look around for? I mean, stern. I mean, like, okay, all right. And, and so I didn't know. I wanted to work for them, and I didn't know that they were $100,000 in debt, $130,000 in debt. And the pastor called me up, and he said, I want you to take over the finance. I go, praise the Lord. So I went there, and then I looked at the books. I went, like, it's $130,000 in the hole. What are you talking about? But God had taught me how to believe him in the secular world. And so he brought me into the spiritual world or the, you know, ministry. And so I remember one day, we were uh, at the church office, and there were $7,000 worth of check of bills that had to be paid. So I wrote $7,000 uh, in, in checks, and I left them on my desk. And my wife and I, we went to San Diego for the weekend, and all weekend, I kept talking to the Lord. Lord, those checks are on my desk. I thank you, Father God, that you're a mighty God. You're a powerful God. You can do all things. There's nothing impossible for you. Amen? And I kept saying, I go, you, you're a wonderful God. You're a wonder-working God. Amen? And after a day and a half, I was on, the, on my face just petitioning him. You know what he said to me? He said, get up, get up, get up. He said, I know all that. 
what do you want? Oh, I said, well, <laughs> I need those bills to be paid. I, I say, those bills are going to be paid in the name of Jesus. He said, it's granted to you. So I washed my face, got up, had the rest of the weekend. And I went to church that Sunday, and the pastor came to me, and he said, I have something I want to show you. It was a check for $10,000 that someone had given to us in the offering to cover what, I, what we needed in the, on the desk. So the moral of the story is you have to speak what you want. You have to be specific and say, Lord, I need this, I need that. It's almost like if you went into a restaurant and you said, uh, you know, uh, this is really a beautiful place. And the waitress says, yes, can I have your order? Yeah, you know, I like coming in here because it's so decorated, nice, and everything's uh, wonderfully, you know, put together. And Yes, uh, what would you like? Well, you know, there's, this menu, the menu is so, you know, vast, you know, there's so many things that I could choose. Everything is good here. And if you don't give your order, guess what? You don't get nothing. <laughs> you get water with no lemon, amen? <laughs> so, Jesus, Jesus, he spoke to things, didn't he? He spoke to the storm. He spoke to the fig tree. He spoke to Lazarus. What did he tell Lazarus? Get, come on, get up, get up. So, if you remember... When Jesus was walking along the way and he saw a fig tree that had leaves on it, he, the Bible says he happily went there to get some figs off of it. And he found none, so he cursed the tree and said, you'll no longer produce fruit. No man will eat fruit from your tree ever again. And so he left. The next day he came by and Peter saw it and he said, look it, Lord, the fig tree that you cursed is dried up and withered. And Jesus said, whoa, man, that was some kind of prayer, wasn't it? Whoa, I didn't think that was going to happen. No. He didn't say, hey, guys, that's just for me. You know, I'm the son of God. I'm, I can say these things. Don't you try that at home. Don't you try doing that kind of... No, what did he say? Whosoever shall speak to the mountain, be cast down into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass... He shall have whatsoever he saith, 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 saith. You know, God, God wants to keep us quiet. He wants us not to be saying anything. He wants us to be just humble and just take whatever. God said, no, I want you to stand up and speak the storm. Speak to the fig tree. Speak to the mountain. Cause things to happen in your life. That's what makes God happy. The Bible says it's impossible to please him without faith. Faith. And, and Jesus, there's a scripture that says, he, he told them, have faith in God. Let's look at verse 22. Have faith in God, or another translation says, have the faith of God. Another Greek translation says, have the God kind of faith. You be like God. God has put that power, creative power on the inside of you. You create, you make things happen in your life. Maybe your kids are not acting right. you got to speak <laughs> over them and say, my sons are taught of the Lord and great is their peace. Amen? Amen? My kids are doing well in school. My kids are well adjusted. My kids are taught of the Lord and great is their peace. You have to speak things over them. Amen? You know, they, they did a little study where they had two groups of kids, and they told one, one group that, you know, they're, they're not that bright. And, and, you know, don't expect to do too much. Just try to get by. Try to make, you know, ends, you know, try to get 
get a passing grade. And the other group, they said, oh, man, you guys are brilliant. You know, you, you're, you are selected because you're so brilliant, and, and you know, you're going to do well. So this group did terrible, even though they were the same IQs. Why? Because it's what you speak over them that causes things to happen. Amen? Kind of like a wife, you know, when the husband's going to work, and she says, well, why, you going to work again? Seems like you're putting too much time in that, you know. Why, why don't you, you want you to spend time with me, you know. I'll go ahead, just do what you have to do, and, you know, I'll see you when you get home. That's not going to help. As opposed to a wife says, thank you, honey, for providing for us. Thank you for, you know, doing, going the extra mile and making us happy here at home and to provide. We, I thank you for it. You know, you're a great man of God. Oh, man, you guys, feels good, you know. I, 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 can, I can overcome anything now. Amen? When you got somebody behind, like my wife learned this, she goes, because when I used to go play basketball, I used to get excited. You know, my eyes would light up like, I'm going to go play basketball today. And she goes, well, why don't you be that excited about me? <laughs> I said, well, I don't know. So she changed it. She changed her words. So now she says, when I say I'm going to go play basketball, she goes, oh, great. Have a great day. I hope you win all your games. I hope you make all your shots. I hope everything goes well with you. Oh, I feel good. I can go play now, you know, as opposed to like I'm just scooting out. So <laughs> you have to help the other. So, so my wife, she likes to uh, go walking, which I don't like to do because, you know, it's like you go around and around. It doesn't really do anything. <laughs> so she says, I, I, I'm excited when you go play basketball, can't you be excited when we go for a walk? Okay, yeah, okay. We get to go for a walk? Oh, praise God. Amen. What a glorious day it's going to be today. Amen. Just to get the fresh air and to hold hands and to walk. Amen. I'm enjoying it. Amen. It's all in how you want to look at things. Amen. So I expose myself a little bit to you. Hopefully that'll touch you and change anything that you're facing in your life. So let's pray. Father, we thank you that as we come together, we can see wonderful things change in our life because we trust in you. We believe in you. We thank you, that, Lord God, that you're causing us to triumph in all that we do because of the words that we speak. We create our world, Father, by the words that we speak. We thank you that you're giving us the power to do that by the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Hold it right there in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for coming and confirming your word with signs following. I thank you, Lord, that you're... Uh, bringing into our hearts a desire to want to please you, to want to use faith. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. That's the presence of the Lord right now, confirming. You might have thoughts and desires. You might say, you know, there's some things that I need to change by my words, so I ask you, Lord, to help me with your words, with my words. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Praise you, sweet Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You know, the way we got saved was by just speaking it. Speaking it. The Bible says, with the heart man believes, but with the mouth confession is made. So if you haven't accepted the Lord in your heart, speak now. Just say, Father, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Be Lord of my life and guide me all the days of my life. In Jesus' name. Or if you've gone astray and you haven't done the things that God wants you to do, now's a good time to get in line and say, Lord, help me. Lord, be with me now. 
Walk alongside me. Be the Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. I just still sense that presence of the Lord. We can just sit in it as Ron is playing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We're going to take communion right now. And Jesus said, the sacrifice that I made for you, dying on the cross, presenting my body, giving my blood for you, it was a sacrifice. And he said, as oft as you do it, I want you to do this in remembrance of me. The scars in my hand, the scars on my feet are going to last forever. And you will be with me forever as well. So, Father, we bless the elements, the bread symbolizing the body, the cup symbolizing the blood that was shed for us. Thank you, Lord, for doing that for us. We give you the praise, the glory, and the honor in Jesus' name.